When Florence Griffith Joyner retired after the 1988 season, she was closing out her career as one of the greatest athletes in track and field history. Flojo had broken world records in the 100 meters and 200 meters, setting seemingly untouchable times that still stand to this day. She also won Olympic gold in 100, 200, 4x1, as well as silver in the 4x4 at the 1988 Seoul Olympic Games. But prior to her legendary success as a professional, she was setting the foundation for her career in the NCAA. While competing for UCLA, Flojo won multiple NCAA sprint titles, including the 200 and 400 at the 1982 and 1983 NCAA championships, respectively. She still remains the only woman in NCAA history to have won both events. Today, we'll tell the story of Florence Griffith and her achievements at the 1982 and 1983 NCAA Outdoor Championships. My name is Anderson, and this is Track and Field Black History. In the fall of 1978, Florence Griffith had started college at California State University at Northridge. She was coming off a successful high school track career where she set multiple records in the sprints and long jump. While at Cal State Northridge, she was training on the track team under coach Bobby Kersey, along with some other women who would go on to become legends in their own right, including Alice Brown and Jeanette Bolden. In her freshman year, Griffith had made it to the 100-meter finals at the AIAW Championships, the Association for Intercollegiate Athletic for Women. At the time, women were not part of the NCAA, and the AIAW provided an equivalent championship for women to compete in, especially during the 70s after the enactment of Title IX legislation. Now, the Cal State Northridge women's team had eventually won the national championships in track and field with the help of Griffith and her teammates, but she unfortunately had to drop out of college due to financial reasons and to support her family. She worked as a bank teller for some time, but her former coach, Bobby Kersey, was still keeping her in mind. Kersey had eventually moved from Cal State Northridge to become an assistant coach at UCLA and he helped Griffith obtain a financial aid package so she could enroll and attend the school, which she did starting in the fall of 1980. Now, while at UCLA, Griffith continued to develop her talent and again made it to the AIAW National Championships in 1981. But the following year would be her major breakout season that would arguably set the foundation for her success in the years to come. 1982 was the first year that the NCAA included a women's championship along with the men's, opening the door for even more high quality competition and recognition for women's athletics. Griffith had been having a consistent 1982 season, successfully qualifying for the first ever NCAA women's championships in the 100, 200, and as part of UCLA's 4x100 meter relay. At those 1982 NCAA outdoor championships held at Brigham Young University in Utah, Griffith first qualified through to the 100 meters where she eventually finished fifth place in the final with a time of 11.14 seconds. Despite that though, she was looking towards the 200 meters where she did tend to be a stronger runner. Her toughest competition in the 200 would be coming from Jamaican Merlene Audi who competed for the University of Nebraska. Adi was the clear favorite entering the meet considering her accolades up to that point. She had not lost a single collegiate 200 meter race over the past three years and she was also coming off winning a bronze medal at the 1980 Olympic Games in Moscow, Russia. In the heats of the 200 meters, Griffith led things off by winning heat one in a time of 22.72 seconds. 
but Adi proved why she was the favorite entering the meet. She dropped a time of 22.29 seconds to win the third heat and enter the final significantly faster than Griffith, who had the second best qualifying time. They both would line up in the final two days later, with Griffith in lane four and Adi to our outside in lane five. Now rain had come down earlier in the day, leaving the track soaking wet, potentially making the athletes a bit more cautious about running around the curve, but both these ladies were ready to compete. From the start, Adi was out quickly as expected, but Griffith was able to remain close enough to not lose too much ground and remain in contention. As they entered and went down the home straight, Griffith began to close the gap between her and Adi. By the time they were in the final meters and approaching the finish line, Griffith eventually surpassed Adi, edging a step or two ahead of her, crossing the finish line in first place with a time of 22.39 seconds, while Adi finished in second with 22.46. This was a huge upset considering Adi's success up to that point, but it was a coming out party of sorts for Griffith, who was just getting started in her winning ways. She later joined together with her UCLA teammates, running second leg on the 4x100 meter relay that finished third place in the final. The UCLA women's team would eventually win the NCAA championship team title with the help of Griffith, who was the second highest scorer for the team, only behind Jackie Joyner, her future sister-in-law. But Griffith was not done. A year later in 1983, Griffith was in her senior year at UCLA and back on track at the NCAAs, this time held at the University of Houston. Though she was looking to of course defend her 200 meter title, she was now also stepping it up to the 400 meters looking to add another title there as well. Ironically, Griffith and Adi would be going at it for a second year in a row, in both the 200 and the 400 meters. Adi was actually attacking a 100, 200, 400 meter triple at the meet, and by the time the 400 and 200 finals came, she had already won the 100 meter dash title. But Griffith, as the defending champion, was looking to retain her 200 meter title and break up Adi's potential triple. The 400 meters was first though, and Griffith led the qualifying heats with a time of 51.31 seconds, which was a new NCAA meet record. This 1983 NCAA 400-meter final was stacked with some of the best ladies from across the country. Griffith, Adi, Esther Gabriel, Diane Dixon, Kathy Ratray, among other ladies in that final. From the start, Ratray of Tennessee was out extremely quickly and led the field for about 300 meters. But as the ladies were coming off the final curve with about 110 meters to go, Griffith took the lead and was able to hold off the rest of the field all the way to the finish line. She would win the 400 meter title in a time of 50.94 seconds, an NCAA meet record and one of the best times run by an American at that point. She was followed closely behind by Gabriel of Prairie View in 50.99 seconds, while Adi finished third in 51.12. After the race, Griffith said, quote, I'm not normally a 400 meter runner, and I don't consider myself a 400 meter runner, but my coach tells me what to run. I was surprised that Merlene Adi wasn't up there and I'm looking forward to going against her in the 200 meters. Well, the 200 would prove to be an exciting race. This time in the 200 meter heats, Griffith had the leading time of 22.47 seconds in heat one ahead of Adi's 22.58 seconds in heat four. So as with the prior year, they both entered the finals as the top two women. In that 200 meter final though, the roles were reversed from a year prior. In an almost exact replica of the 1982 race, 
Adi and Griffith battled it out from gun to tape, ending in a close finish at the line, this time with Adi coming out victorious in a time of 22.39 seconds, just barely outleaning Griffith's time of 22.42 seconds. Griffith would later run on the 4x1 for UCLA, which finished 5th place in the final. And despite losing her 200m title, she again helped the UCLA women's team to a second NCAA team title, and again was the second highest scorer on the team, only behind Jackie Joyner. With her 1982 win in the 200 and 1983 win in the 400, Griffith became the first and still only woman to this day to win both events in the history of the NCAA. At the end of the 1983 NCAA season, Griffith graduated from UCLA and went on to run professionally. She would of course go on to have one of the most successful track and field careers in the history of the sport, winning five Olympic medals in 1984 and 1988, two world championship medals in 1987, and setting the still standing world records in 100 meters and 200 meters. Flojo's time at UCLA competing at the 1982 and 1983 NCAA championships set the foundation for the success she would achieve in the following years. And though that time may be overshadowed by her post-collegiate accolades, it was a trivial part of her career and helped establish the legend that we know her as to this day. So that's the story of Florence Griffith Joyner and her achievements at the 1982 and 1983 NCAA championships. Make sure you follow the podcast, check us out on Instagram, and thanks for tuning in to Track and Field Black History.